The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, when he saw the crowds, Jesus went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. I expressed sympathy to the family. I think you know you're surrounded with much love from this congregation. And I express sympathy to the congregation of St. Joseph's Church for Betsy was a sort of godmother to so many of us. That is a sweet relationship. She was the first to welcome so many who joined this church of which she was a charter member for over 50 years. This church was established intentionally as a church for all races. In that turbulent year of 1968, Some of us are mourning for her as if she were of our family. She was for all a companion, a witness, a prayer warrior, a sister in Christ, all the rest. I think there have been some 14 pastors of this church in its history. They've come and they've gone. But the church has rolled on through a remarkably committed congregation of believers who have wanted this church to realize not only Martin Luther King's dream, but Christ's vision. One human race 
one call. Since 1968, this church has been a home not only to blacks and whites, but to many new people from Asia, from Vietnam, from the Montagnard people, refugees from Poland, and of course, new people from the South. We have done what we could to prepare and make happen this funeral. The COVID has put some limitations on us. But this is our time. This is the year that God has given us. Of course, there were a hundred hymns that we would like to sing at this funeral. All of us had a core of favorites that we thought were Betsy's. How could we settle on just four? We knew her as the Busy Bee. Did you remember she had that name now and then? Been so busy praising the Lord, I ain't got time to die. Stand by me. How we would like so many to be there with us at the hour of our death. Jesus stood by. Betsy. Thank goodness we've got his eyes on the sparrow. That one is going to be sung. It should be as a solo, but I told Mr. Williams that don't be surprised if I broke into his song because I loved it so much. Remember when Ethel Waters sang it to that little teenage girl and the shirt tail boy and the member of the wedding? How great thou art begins by marveling at the birds and the spring in the woods and the flowers blooming. And then it builds up a little more in the second verse. And then the third verse we get to. Jesus, the Son, coming and doing his work on the cross. And then finally, the second coming. What will happen when he comes again? And that's the heavenly city. That's the heavenly city. What are some other hymns we could have sung? My journey to the sky. Rosetta Thorpe and Madame Marie Knight did a nice version of this song way back when. Our group could do just as well. Yes, they could. You could. It's been done in this church. We would like mother and dad to hold our hand 
we have to trust that the Lord will get us there, that he will wipe away the tears from our eyes and introduce us to the marvels of the heavenly city. We could be here deep into the afternoon having a song fest serenading Betsy and being in union with her even if the speakers couldn't raise their sounds the walls would give the message of a wonderful woman of God and we could just enjoy singing one song after another. The home going of a saint leaves a trail of blessing behind. It does. Things come together. There are sometimes wonders and miracles. I think of Mother Teresa's death. Miracles in the street. When it came to the Feast of Readings that we could have chosen, the church proposes maybe 15 or 20 from the Old Testament, Psalms, a number of them, and New Testament readings, and then the gospel there, about 15 or 20. I was thinking of what would be the gospel appropriate for Betsy. There were those wonderful passages from John about, in my father's house there are many mansions. Um, I'm the bread of life. I wasn't the one to choose the text, but I had already chosen it in my heart when Liz phoned and said, Matthew, chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. I said, isn't it amazing? We had not talked, but I thought, yes, those Beatitudes, so rarely chosen as a reading at a funeral, are perfect for Betsy. And the Beatitude, which came to the forefront of all of them, there are eight, and if you count them one way, you get nine. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Betsy had a heart for the unity that makes for peace. Peace is not just the absence of war and people trying to season the spaghetti sauce different, differently and maybe making comments about some of the spices that are going in. No, it's not. Betsy practiced a peace which is more than the absence of something but it brings something out together. We know of Betsy's loyalty. She was true to her school. 
She was true to Ligon and to Fayetteville State. But before that, she grew up in her growing up years in the celebrated St. Monica's School, an amazing school operated by the Dominican Fathers and the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. What an education they provided from 1930 right up until 1968. The closing of that school is still a subject for much discussion and some heartfelt lamentation even today. But at that school, there was so much culture. When I think of the famous sculptor, Father McGlynn, who did the 1930 statue of Martin de Porius. And does anyone remember Father O.T. Carl with his band and his orchestra? And then the sisters with their refinements. But you learned not only the Ten Commandments and the seven corporal works of mercy and the seven spiritual works of mercy and all the virtues, cardinal and theological, faith, hope, and charity, and the Beatitudes. That was good seed to return to the gospel of last Sunday that found a home in Betsy. Such a home. How happy Betsy was that we were able to obtain a bronze statue from that original mole of St. Martin that was made by Father McGlynn in 19. 30. It was the last bronze statue made from that mold after which it was destroyed. But it came from Providence, Rhode Island, and it found a marvelous home here. But my goodness, it took us many hat parties and other projects to pay for it. But it was done. It was that wonderful saint of the new world that straddles the 1500s and the 1600s. He came from Peru when Lima was the greatest city of the New World. And he spent his life reconciling, trying to reconcile a multicultural society to itself. What a legacy we have. For that devotion was very strong at St. Monica's Parish. We are one. Others are going to speak following the Holy Communion. I'd almost forgotten it had gone on as if I were the onlyest one. Forgive me. Betsy was my friend. 
that should not be a surprise for a pastor to say. She was a friend to many. She sat over there. People are so territorial in this parish. But she, she was she that way? They do correct you at St. Joseph. I better stop. You're all saying I could do as good as him. I know stories that he doesn't know. I go back further than he. Yes, you do. What's 50 years in a church? 52 years. We'll have some prayers. We'll have a hymn. I will... be incensing the gifts that we will use at the communion and saving some smoke for the family, the congregation, for the portrait of Betsy. Of course, preeminently for the Paschal candle, that light which reminds us the grave couldn't contain him and it won't us either. The cross... We are going to enjoy this time together. There's nothing better we could do than to think of a beautiful soul on her way, on her journey. I'm going to call on Rhonda to come forth now and give us some petitions. I'll have one or two to add also. Dear Father in heaven, you invite us to come to you, to draw close to you, and to bring whatever we have to you, our prayers, our praise, our thanksgiving. For Betsy, who in baptism was given the pledge of eternal life, that she may now be admitted to the company of the saints, we pray to the Lord. For our sister, who ate the the body of Christ, the bread of life, that she may be raised up on the last day, we pray to the Lord. For our deceased relatives and friends, and for all who have helped us, that they may be may have the reward of their goodness, we pray to the Lord. For those who have fallen asleep in the hope of rising again, that they may see God face to face, we pray to the Lord. For the family and friends of our sister Betsy, that they may be consoled in their grief by the Lord, who wept at the death of his friend Lazarus, we pray to the Lord. For all of us assembled here to worship in faith, that way we may be gathered together again in God's kingdom, we pray to the Lord. For our brother Larry Bass, who is in the hospital, his wife Joyce was to have sung a piece today 
that he receive the blessings and prayers that overflow from this home going for Betsy. Let us pray to the Lord. Asking the intercession of the Blessed Mother Mary, we make our prayers in the powerful name of Jesus Christ our Lord. 